sport. It's all about this. You play for this. No matter what level you're at, you play for championship. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake your motherfucking asses up, man. It's the real Coach JB for the Wake Up Show right here on the Coach JB Show, man. Appreciate you joining in. Make sure you guys all hit the like button, subscribe, become a member today. Will Pelfrey is a member. Appreciate you. Clap it up. Denmark's in the house. Shout out to Denmark. Everybody on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, all you guys listening, make sure you come on over to YouTube, check it out. It's a great day to have a great fucking day. We're here to break down, uh, man, I'm going to break down the rest of the NFL quarterbacks, and I'm going to break down the mental toughness that it takes to play the position. A lot of motherfuckers on ESPN and all these other people don't want to break that down and tell you guys there's a lot more to it than you. You see, and this morning, Kimberly Wilson on ESPN is basically saying Tom Brady's one foot in, one foot out, and I'm going to break this whole thing down. First of all, I think she's an absolute fucking imbecile, and she's probably the worst human being I've ever heard speak on any media platform, but we're going to get to that. Um, This show is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Head on over to BetOnline. Use the promo code BELIEVE50. B-L-E-A-V-5-0, and get you 50% off. Welcome bonus. A lot going on. Tomorrow night, big AFC West showdown. Chargers, Chiefs. I got the Chargers. Um, Everyone thinks Mahomes is back. He's the best there is again. He's going to do this and that. He's going to throw for 405 touchdowns every game. I think he slows down tremendously tomorrow night. I think the Chargers with that pass rush and secondary play is going to make sure that everyone sees what I've predicted, that the Chiefs offense is going to end up hitting a wall because of their receivers are not what they used to have. The Cardinals defense is just absolutely atrocious. If you saw how they defended Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs the other day, you would have seen it. You're going to see a completely different ballgame tomorrow. Keenan Allen may be out. It doesn't matter. The more important person that's out is J.C. Jackson for the Colt, for the Chargers. J.C. Jackson being out is more of an issue than Keenan. Herbert will be fine without Keenan. It's going to be J.C. Jackson on the defensive end that's going to be the big one. So, remember, the, car, the the Chargers aren't even at full go right now. They got six injured guys, starters, out. Um, so, they'll be all right. Um, but we'll see. Um, lots to discuss, though. Tomorrow's game is a big one, obviously. Uh, this, weekend, this weekend, Sunday's NFL games is the first real weekend of football. This is what you got have to pay attention to. I told you guys. You get nine months to break down a team. 
The Bills had nine months to get ready for the Rams. All these teams had nine months to get ready for these first-team opponents. The teams that get waxed, like the Cardinals, the teams that get waxed in the first week um, kind of show you where they're at. Either the head coach and the quarterback aren't on the same position, i.e. Cliff Kingsbury, Kyler Murray. They're not on the same wavelength. The team gets blown out. You, you don't see a lot of blowouts in the NFL, but you saw that game be blown out because the Cardinals are a dysfunctional organization. They always have been. Kurt Warner took them to a Super Bowl. Bruce Arians tightened up the fucking... They tightened that thing up. And you saw the Cardinals go as far as they could go, right? Now you see the real Cardinals back in action. Horrible leadership, horrible fucking front office, and now you have a fucking horrible, mentally weak quarterback. And I'm going to break it all down. We're going to get into the position-specific toughness that it takes. And I'm going to talk about Kimberly Wilson, this broad on ESPN who cannot fucking talk to save her life, and she knows nothing about the fucking game and sport. And I, I just, it blows my mind that these people are allowed to speak without knowing shit. Um, <clears throat> she said that he has one foot out and one foot in. If you haven't heard this this morning on Get Up, she was on there talking about he has one foot in and one foot out. And I'm sitting there listening, getting ready, waking up, take a shower, brush my teeth. I'm like listening to this fucking dumbass, and I'm like, because apparently Tom Brady came out and said, I have bumps and bruises. I have cuts and nicks. I'm, I, do I really want to do this? I wake up sore. Well, first of all, when Kimberly Wilson says he, he woke up bumps and bruises and he knew that this is the year he accepted it at 45 years old. And for her to say, well, Tom Brady knows he has one foot in and he just can't give up the game. But he knows he's one foot in. Well, first of all, let me let me back up so you understand, Kimberly Wilson. You know nothing about the position in the sport. There's no such thing as one foot in playing this sport. Because if you play this sport with one foot in, you're going to get your fucking meat lumped and your head knocked off. And he knows he's going to get sore from waking up. That's the that's the fucking joy of this position. That is the joy of this position. You girls like scars. We want to wake up and fucking know we won the game sore. I used to love waking up sore after a win. Shit, that's the best feeling in the world. Get an ice bath. You'll be all right. But to say he has one foot in, he just can't give it up and he's confused. You just don't understand. stand. He wouldn't be playing then. He wouldn't be playing. And I want to break down the difference between a Tom Brady... And these other guys, when it comes to mental toughness, mental fortitude, and mental toughness, I'm not just talking about the obvious, okay? Playing through injury, playing through, I'm going to tough this game out, I'm going to tough it out. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about Tom Brady is actually in the old generation. He actually has not got the so-called bag that... All these other quarterbacks you see today getting. Because the marketplace has been set up 
set so high that you're paying guys, Kyler Murray, who I broke down last night on a on the show. I uh, was on Barstool last night and broke down the, the whole play of what I now have a play out there that's gone completely viral. Um, Barstool's tweeted it out. Jason Whitlock showed it on his show. ESPN's discussed it, and apparently Cliff Kingsbury has now been asked. Coach Davey broke down a viral clip on TikTok. What do you have to say? So that has also been shown. So now Cliff Kingsbury has seen it, and it obviously has gotten all across the country. So having said that, me and Cliff don't really get see eye to eye, number one. Um, didn't really allow him in my office. He did a couple kids of mine dirty, and I didn't fuck with him when he was at Texas Tech. So it is what it is, right? So having said that, the smirk on his face when they asked him that on the podium yesterday, if you haven't seen the clip, um, let me see if I have the clip. Um... I don't know if I have the clip, but this is the actual new logo for the Cleveland Browns. I wanted to make sure everybody saw this. This is the elf. The Cleveland Browns have an elf in the middle of their field. Um, I wanted you to see that because I'm going to get into that too. Why the fuck would we make an elf? Why would we put an elf in the middle of the field? Um, I don't understand that one. That is a fucking. That that is a far cry from. Uh, that is a hard. Cry. I don't know what the fuck it is. It is not a good look, dog. You're telling me you've made an elf because a PR person has said, you know what? Let's go with this elf. And by the way, the elf of the brownie or whatever elf is actually a original staple for the Cleveland Browns back in the day, by the way. So if you don't know that, that's what it is. Um, but now they're coming out because of the Deshaun Watson thing. You can't tell me no different. You can't tell me that they're, they're not doing that um, because of Deshaun Watson and the PR statement. It's unbelievable. But anyway, I just want to show that how fucking dumb it looks and how bad it looks. Um, yeah, Kingsbury and all them know that First of all, they know what the fuck I... They know I can coach, number one. Let's make sure we, we make no mistake about it. And that's why Cliff ain't gonna ever say shit. He just smirked about it when he, go, when he was asked. Uh, let me see if I have the, the, the deal. Um, I actually showed it yesterday. Make sure you guys uh, stay tuned for my main man, Hector. His, his betting show is, is on after this, but it's on his channel. So make sure you go over to Stat, that, uh, Stat Lab um, on his own channel. And uh, we'll put it on the ticker here later on. Um, let me, I want to share this, 
thing with you because I just found out about it. Uh, let's see. Yeah, here it is right here. So I'm going to send it to myself. So somebody sent it to me, and I was like, you got to be shitting me. Uh, Stat Lab is on, in the house, Hector. His show will be on after mine on his own show. Type it in there, Hector, for me. And, uh, and so we're going uh, to break that down. And so he can bet on all things betting. He's going to have his deal tomorrow as well. Um, so here it is. Here's a little clip. I want to, I want you to see this clip here. Um, so there's my video. <laughs> Cling Kingsbury, Cliff Kingsbury addresses viral Kyler Murray video. Cliff Kingsbury on Monday addressed a critical video of Kyler Murray that went viral. Jason Brown, the f- coach featured in Last Chance You, posted a video on TikTok, which has been criticized Murray for failing to adjust the protection. So here's the video right here on t- on Bar that Barstool retweeted, and then here's Cliff Kingsbury. First quarter, y'all had that third and one. They sent a guy off the edge. What's Kyler supposed to do there? Like, does he just need to get the ball out quicker? No, it it, it should have been picked up. Yeah, protection wise, um, should have been picked up, and it wasn't unfortunately. And um, you know, they, they they made a good play, but yeah, he Kyler was doing the right thing. Is that on him to call it out or just no? It was a set set protection. Yeah, we broke the huddle, went fast, and so it things were moving fast. But I see, I know Cliff. I see his his lips about he, he's quivering because he knows he's full of shit, and he knows um, when they asked him that I said it is why you see him doing what he's doing. That's just something I know for a fact. I'm just telling you. That's the motherfucker. That's who he is. So it's comical that, you know, he sees that and he heard my name and he's like, he's like smirking. Um, it just didn't, didn't work out for him. I find that shit comical as fuck, to be honest with you. Um, I broke the play down last night on, on Barstool as well. This is the thing about it. Uh, mental toughness of this position. The mental toughness of this position is something that is so well-rounded. Like, you got to break down this mental toughness aspect of this quarterback position that we have lost. There is no such thing. And guys, give me one second, man. I got a dog issue. God damn, it's always something. Um, Give me one minute. I'll be right back. It's all for it. It's all about this. You play for this. No matter what level you're at, you play for championship. I said, you don't need to learn. There's an interview, and we're going to make sure that I find out. What is this guy? No. I had to show my little funky little clinic video right there. It's football talk. Gets me excited. Um, So, mental toughness at the position of quarterback, okay? Let me compare one thing. Let me compare the so-called today's generation quarterback who has the market's been set at this level for pay 
These guys are getting paid at an all-time rate. Um, $250 million, $200 million, $230 guaranteed, $100 million, $150 million. Whatever it may be, that is what they're getting at an all-time high. So Tom Brady's still in the old generation. He didn't get that money. He didn't get that bag. Now, having said that, what did he do to prepare? He prepared like there was nothing else in his life that mattered but football. And he balanced it out with his wife and his, his kids and all that. But that is what the number one job was for him. I'm invested. I'm in complete investment in this thing. This is my sole investment in life. There is no investment by these young kids. Let me just add, let me just tell you something. If I paid you guys an X amount of dollars, if I paid you an X amount of dollars and told you, go ahead, man, here's the money up front, go do what you got to do. Do you think the job's getting done? No. I've never heard of such ignorance. You don't pay first. You get a result and you pay for what he's worth. We are paying these cats before they ever produce. And what is happening at an all-time level? Kyler Murray won't invest in this business, in this profession that just gave him $200 million. He will not go do the due diligence for his teammates, his franchise and his even his coach who's a fuckstick he won't do it he won't do it and that's what I don't understand I don't understand that he won't invest in this thing he wants to play Fortnite video games he wants to fucking but this is all the generation this is the kids this is the mental fortitude of all that you see every day in this business. Lamar Jackson, I don't know if that's the same case. I think he will invest in it. I think he wants to do it. He's a freak of nature, great kid. I think he deserves the money simply because Deshaun Watson got the money and he's an absolute fuckstick. Lamar Jackson is a good cat who works hard, does his thing, does his job, and has never had an issue off the field. I believe he deserves it for that matter. Now, I'm not also into the business of giving out a trophy to every single motherfucker. Lamar Jackson still has to prove that he can play quarterback at a high level in the NFL, which he has yet to do. Coach, he has an MVP. I've already told you about the MVP. I've already told you that it's a popular contest, popularity contest. And he has to show consistently that he can get it done. And he just can't do it. He threw it well Sunday because he threw three bombs over the top. But I can break down 10 plays that he missed on fucking a hitch, a dig, a post, an out route. He cannot throw anything that is sustainable at the level of the NFL from the position. He can't throw, dog. He can throw deep balls because that's what he does. Look at his IG stories all summer long. He throws deep balls. And I criticize him. I'm like, dude, your fucking trainer, your quarterback trainer is horrible. I would be throwing nothing but fucking intermediate routes with this dude. I'd be fixing his platform. I'd be changing his elbow. I'd be changing his release. I'd be dragging his back foot. I'd be slapping his back hand. 
There's so many things that he needs correction on. And you could fix Lamar. I would love to coach Lamar. I think he's coachable. I think he wants to do it. I just don't think he's being coached up very well. I think he has a fucking horrible quarterback guy on the offseason. And if you can't throw outs and slants and hitches, dog, you can't rely on a deep ball against a loaded box and think you're going to throw three touchdowns over the top. Jamel, they played the Jets. Just calm down. They played the New York Jets. I got a player there, and fuck, he did a hell of a thing. Sack Lamar the other day, Jermaine Johnson. I think the Jets are a better roster. I think the Jets are going to be better. But, dog, he did it against the Jets. I dog and that and Jamel, that's the thing. I I did not root against Lamar Jackson. I fucking would love for him. I would take the beating on social media that says you were wrong on Lamar Jackson. I'll take it all day if Lamar Jackson could get right and fucking ball out for ten to twelve years and win a Super Bowl or two. I would take that beating. I like Lamar Jackson. I just know what wins in the in the NFL, and that ain't it. He just don't have it, dog. To, to, to man, he can't do it for that long. At what he, they cannot run the offense they run for ten years, bro. You imagine him running this offense in ten years. You you imagine him at forty five years old doing this offense. That's what you guys haven't thought about. That's what you motherfuckers don't think about. Do you think he's really going to run this offense in ten years, like 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 a Brady can do? Like, like, do you guys realize what I'm saying? Do you understand what I'm saying? Um, no, they don't. You're exactly right. They don't. They don't get those things. And that's the problem. Um, let me, let me, let me, let me show you some Lamar Jackson. This is two years old. This is when he won the MVP, I think. Let's see this jump pass over the middle. You see that? You see that mechanically mechanically right here? See that right there? His body. That is not how you should finish. That is not how you should finish when you throw a football, fellas. I'm sorry. That's not how you should finish looking when you throw a football. This back foot right here should be drugged across. This back foot should be dragging. This fucking throwing arm hand should be sliding to his kneecap. This back off hand should be slapping the wall. He should look like a bullpen pitcher in baseball. He should be boom and then get down. That is what he should look like. And I'll coach you hating. No, I'm not hating, dog. I'm just being honest. I I mean, I've broke him down for over and over and over. I I, I have to get some new film on him, okay? I'm going to get some new film on him. But... You know, he's predetermined on his where he's going with the football, number one. He's predetermined. So he already knows where he's going with the football right now. It is man-free, okay? 
It is man fucking free. All right. So let me explain what man free is. Okay. Manned up, manned up. He is a free runner. Manned up, manned up. You know how we know it's man? The corner eyes don't give a fuck about the quarterback. We don't care where the quarterback is. Our eyes are on the wideout. We know it's man. Look at you see the you see the wideouts. You see the DB's eyes. They don't care about the quarterback. These two are underneath hole droppers. They're just sitting there. They don't have a spy in, in this instance on Lamar. So they've already schematically schemed Baltimore in this offensive set to where they know Lamar is not a runner. He's going to throw the football. Bruce Helms, I'm not going to answer your questions anymore until you become a member because you ask too many questions and they're very dumb ones. Um, what does it matter if it's complete? He fucking completes fucking 50% of them. What do you mean? Why? He can't do it all the time, dumb fuck. So, here we go. You act like he's in the park league and throwing a fucking ball against the air. God damn, some of you motherfuckers are dumb. All right. We are in a... Here we go. Play pass. I mean, this is what you see more than what you see, Jamel over-the-top bombs. You see this right here from Lamar more than you see anything else. So I'm just going to be honest. This is the Lamar that is consistent. This is the Lamar that is more likely to be seen on Sundays than the ones that threw three bombs over the top of a fucking New York Jet off defense that's one of the worst in the league, okay? So, again... We have man free here. So we have a catch technique in man. We have man free, free roamer. He's in man, but he's he can do both. He's seeking on the QB's eyes. See, this needs to be a stop route, and the ball needs to be thrown to a dead area right here. And if you can do that as a quarterback, you can get real good. But this is a hole dropper. He also is dropping. So this is not the ball to throw. The ball to throw is out here or your back right here. And this is quarterback coaching one-on-one, and this is just something that they're playing a zone underneath, a man free over the top, and they know he cannot throw the football. So they're going to collapse and play this underneath coverage because they know he won't throw it into windows or be correct with the read. It's not hating. I'm just breaking down what he really does and what he does not do. So... It's just, he can't, and it's it's a lot of things with them. See, there's mechanical errors with them. This is not how a quarterback should end up looking. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's not what a quarterback should look like when he's throwing the fucking football. This, this his, his body should be through this lane right here. His back foot should be dragging on the ground. His, this arm should be slapping a wall behind him. An imaginary wall, this back hand should be slapping. It's called pronating. This, this hand should be getting over the top, hitting this left kneecap. Like he's pitching a baseball, finishing, following through. He don't do it, and now look at his thumb is up. The ball is going to go up. Now, if his fucking thumb was down, then the ball would turn over. Right now, his ball is going like that. 
And there's just so many mechanical things that I'm like, dude, you're in the NFL. NFL coaching is overrated. Look at the ball sell on him as it's coming out. First of all, he's rushing his, he's rushing his technique. He has no, see, if you ever watch Peyton Manning or, 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 or Elway or Marino or Brady or Aaron Rodgers or Favre, they're, they're quick, but they don't hurry. They're quick, but they don't hurry. And he's hurrying. He's hurrying. Look at it. He's, oh, I, I got to get it out. I got to get it out. And he's fucking rushing this thing. The ball's high. It's selling on him. And, hey, man, it's not hating. I'm just trying to break this down. There's a lot of things to it that he just has to get better at. And, and this is the thing, okay? We're going we're gonna to break this coverage down from a wide angle on you, okay, real quick. We have man-free once again. How do we know it's man-free? Now, you could get a cover three semblance, but there's no possible way. So you're telling me he's going to cover the flat, he's going to bail out, he's going to go hook curl to the wide side of the field? No, it's not happening. So we know this is man, man. He's a free runner, okay? He's man free. Now, this is a different technique. See how he's cocked in looking at the cue? He can play the flat, he can bail out, he can hook curl because they're into the boundary. This hash, see this? A lot of less space here than it is over here. See the difference between this guy and this guy? Huge indicator, okay? Huge indicator. Now, having said that, I'm pretty much sure it's man-free. But this is where we have to go. Now, if it's man-free, I'm going to take the softest corner. What does that mean, coach? This is what we call a hard corner. He's pressed. We call this a soft corner. He's off. So by having said that, we're on the right hash. This is a short throw. It's an easier throw. And it's a more secure throw versus off coverage. Down here, the only route is a fade, which is the least precision route in the league. Most incomplete ball in the league, fade route. Let's take this throw. All day. And it's third down. But you know what? In the NFL, you take completions on third down and kick a field goal. That is what the NFL is. We're not box score throwers. What's a box score throw, coach? Box score throws. We want to throw everything in the end zone to see the fucking box score glide up. The scoreboard light up. That's not the NFL. Take the precision. Be smart. Don't throw over. Don't throw the ball out of bounds. Don't throw a pick. Let's move the sticks and kick a field goal if need be. What, what? I don't understand what he's being told. We're in a fucking empty set here. So this is why I know it's man because we're in three by one over here. He is manned up, manned up, manned up, free runner, man, man. They're, they do not look like they're blitzing. So they're going to be, they're going to bring five. We have five to block. And now we have to find the duck. Who's the duck, coach? The soft corner. Let's throw the hitch pre-snap. I'm throwing this guy pre-snap unless. Just let that sink in. This is just coaching one-on-one. I'm throwing the hitch ball up top unless. What does unless mean, coach? What does unless mean? Unless means he flies up at the snap. 
And unless means he comes over there and they run a they run a trap coverage. Unless means he falls down and blows his knee out. These are all things that mean unless. So I'm throwing the ball to him unless. Because there's the duck. He's the soft corner. Let's attack it. Let's watch it play out. But what do I know? That's why we're in the what do I know segment of this show. But what does JB know? I don't know shit. Coach JB don't know shit, coach. I know, I know. Fuck, he don't know shit. He's at the he's on the couch at home. It's easy to break down the film after you saw it. <laughs> That's the favorite the favorite tweet I get. It's easy to be at the couch on the showing the film on the TV. Hey, dumb fuck, you do know that's what film is, right? You do understand that is what the fuck people do, right? That's how you break down film, you dumb fuck. Am I a psychic? Did I see the play before it happened, you dumb fucking idiots on Twitter? So, let me ask you something. You guys aren't football coaches. You guys aren't players or nothing like that. Why wouldn't we not throw the ball to him on time? He has the ball now. See, this is the thing about it. This is why Tom Brady and those guys are even better than what I'm explaining. I'm throwing to him unless, right? Unless something happens. But we already know it's man coverage. He is just trying to fuck with Lamar with his cocked presence. That doesn't mean, but I know he's man because look, he only has the tight end and I know he has to have him. He ain't taking him. So I know it's man free getting up here. That's film study. I should know what this is. And coaches should explain this. This is the only coverage they can run out of this three-by-two empty set. Having said this, I'm already throwing the football. Throw it now. Boom. He should turn around and have it right now. Now, he has to tackle this guy. And if we get our best players in space, and there's a lot more to this play, by the way, I can break down. Let me, let me explain a little further for you. Who is this guy? Does anyone know? Does anyone know who this guy is? That's the running back, people. Why does offenses put the running back out there? And then you see, if you if you notice, you see his route is pretty shitty, jogging. It's pretty much a jogged route. Why is that? Who's this guy? Is that a linebacker or a corner? No, that's not the Z. This is the running back. This is Ingram, bro. That's the running back. We put him out there to see if they're going to put a linebacker out there and keep the corner on a wide out, or are they going to keep the corner out there and now I have outmatched you with schematics and now I have a tight end on a backer, my best player, Edwards, or Heap, and I have a slot receiver on a strong safety. So now I've dictated what I got. So now the corner, their better cover guy, is on my least fucking, my least uh, favorite route runner. He's not a route runner. He's not a route runner. So we've wasted a corner. We got the corner out of the business. Now we want to attack the duck, and the duck may be this backer. Or it could be this guy on our other receiver. We know their, their best corner is on our worst route runner. We've won schematically. 
But that does not mean you don't throw them the football. Because you throw there and less. And that is why there's so many moving parts to this. Throw the ball now. Throw it. Let him get that many yards. And then if he makes a guy miss, he walks in the end zone. But we don't do that. We want to make it hard, man. We want to make it fucking hard. Now, look, 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 look at this motherfucker, man. He's throwing a pirouette in the backfield. You think this is good fucking quarterback play? He ran 30 yards for 30 seconds. And, and, and gained the same amount of yards he would have threw the hitch ball on. <laughs> what is he doing? What the fuck is he doing? Come on, homie. I, I gotta be honest. Does that not look like a fucking retard back there running around? But you guys think he's the fucking best thing since sliced bread. But my motherfucking ass on the couch can break this down all day long. On why, I, 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 I'm, I'm try, trust me, dog, I'm trying to get all kind of different film. I'm trying to get Brady film. I'm trying to get Rogers film. I want to break down all these guys to show you. And this ain't the only motherfucker struggling. These aren't, this isn't the only guy struggling, by the way. There is a shitload of quarterbacks doing this shit in the NFL. And I broke them down because this is horrible shit right here. This is unbelievably bad. So, you guys don't understand, man. I can break down 70% of the NFL looks like this guy. That's what you don't get. It ain't just Lamar Jackson. It's a lot of them. And you're paying them motherfuckers big cheese to do this. But you think it's cool because he's a freaking athlete and he can run around and da 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 da. Uh, let me break it down one more time for you. I want to show you one more thing. I'll show you one more fucking thing real quick, okay? Let me just break down how smart this is, okay? Okay, let's see where Ingram is. I want to. I want to. I want to see where Ingram is, okay? Here's Ingram, okay? Let's see where he ends up. Okay, throw the ball now. He's at the 10-yard line, okay? Let's say, you, you think Ingram could get five yards from that point? Let's just say he could get five yards, right? Let's say he ends up at the five-yard line. It's a first down A, but let's say he ends up right here. It's fourth and one, okay? Lamar didn't exert any, any energy. He threw the ball on time. And he didn't have to run around. He comes back on and he comes back to the huddle and he can run a fourth down play or they kick the field goal and be smart in the NFL because we're in the NFL here. This isn't high school football. All right, now let's watch Lamar Jackson and let him run around for 30 seconds, look like a complete idiot, and let's see where he finishes up with his run. Okay, let's watch. <clears throat> Ball's marked at the nine-yard line. Ball's marked at the fucking nine-yard line. If he would have thrown the ball 30 seconds ago, 
the ball would be at the five-yard line, and he didn't have to run around like a fucking idiot with his head cut off. I don't know. I mean, can I just drop the mic on that one? I don't know. You guys think it's pretty because he's running around and makes two guys miss, and then he gets the same amount of yards he would have got if he just throws the ball on time? Uh, Justin Taylor, here we go. When did I act? Please, anyone in this room, please answer this question. When did I act like Tom Bra- that Malik Henry was Tom Brady? Please, please show me uh, any clip that you've ever seen me say that Malik Henry is something like Tom Brady. Please address the dick writer in the room, Justin Taylor. Please address him and, and show him a clip that I said... He is Tom Brady or anything close to. I'm curious to see the Dick Riders response. I love the Dick Riders at six in the morning. (laughs) I said Malik Henry was Tom Brady or something like him. Holy fuck. Some guys just like to talk. You are the epitome of nut jugglers, homie. You juggle my balls, dog. You're in here for a reason to get some clout. You want to get recognized because you, they know I'll blast your bitch ass. You're a bottom feeder. Go eat your donut, Tommy, and shut the fuck up. So I wanted to get, I could break this down all day long and all this. Um, but I want to just talk about QB play and etc. Okay. Um, yeah, Malik Henry, skill set-wise, he is a first-rounder, you dumb fuck. Does that say he's Tom Brady? Fucking idiot. Tom Brady was a six-rounder. I said Malik Henry, skill set-wise, is a first-rounder. And I'm sitting here literally talking about mental fortitude. That is why Malik Henry's not in the NFL, you dumb fuck. But when did I say he's fucking Tom Brady? Some motherfuckers like to talk on me. God damn. All right. Some people just need to stay in their lane and out of mind. That's the problem. Some people need to stay in their lane and out of mind. Because it's unbelievable. Um, Mental toughness at the position, though, goes back to investment. What I'm going to invest. Kyler Murray has not invested. It is clear as day. He has not invested in himself in the program, in anything. Either has, from what I've seen so far, Jalen Hurts, Justin Fields, Baker Mayfield. Um, I believe Carson Wentz does invest. I don't think he has the it factor. I just don't think he has the it factor. I think the investment is lackluster because they've already got the bag. They already have the bag. They've already got $150 million without ever even winning a playoff game. Why would you pay a guy that has yet to prove his worth? He can't even get out of his own way. He can't break down a simple fucking protection and pressure at the NFL level. You have Lamar, who's a great guy, great character, freak athlete, who can't make a simple hits throw. 
And he just turned down himself $270 million. Million dollars. I, I'm all for betting on yourself, dog. Look at Pat McAfee's done it. Shout out to him. He's a unicorn. Bet on himself. Fuck the world. I'm going to go do my own thing. I'm not mad at Lamar Jackson, but I'm, I, I, I'm, I would never advise you to turn down that money knowing what you are. See if I'm gonna see if he has an agent. The agent knows. Okay, Lamar, it's, you're not that good, and this offense is not sustainable for ten plus years. This is not a sustainable offense like a Tom Brady offense. You can't play till you're 45 years old running triple option and RPO, son. Let's take this fucking generational wealth, money, and run. See, a lot of these cats get advised so fucking poorly. And it's just, they cannot get out of their own fucking way. They can't get out of their own way. And uh, it's unfortunate. See, and, and all the people that come to defend Lamar and everything is good. I like that. Because, I, 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 like I said, I love the cat. And uh, I, I know a buddy that my buddy, my good friend, recruited him to Louisville. So I know he's a good kid and all that shit. And I get everyone defending him. But you can't defend him. You can only say words, Sir Rock. See, I can defend what I say. I just showed the film, motherfucker. Show me why he's the freaky goat. I'll wait. I'll wait for you to tell me why he's the goat. See, all you motherfuckers in the in the hood and shit think it's cool because the motherfucker's running around shaking motherfucker. You're never gonna win a Super Bowl, motherfucker. Why are you the goat? Just because you're a Ravens fan and a Lamar fan means he's the goat. Please explain that. <laughs> I'm a Laker fan. They're shitty. Like, come on, homie. Let's keep it real. Just wait for what, Sir Rock? You're you're like you're like the fucking dick riders that all come out here and talk. What am I waiting for? It's been five years, homie. What am I waiting for? He still looks like a fucking rookie. He can't throw a hitch ball. He couldn't throw a hitch ball Sunday night. What am I waiting for? Peyton Manning threw 50 touchdowns, dog, year three. <laughs> Motherfucker said, look at Peyton's first few years. Are you shitting me, homie? You're comparing the motherfucker to Peyton Manning now? Dog, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. No, LeBron's not the GOAT. See, that's the problem. Motherfuckers think LeBron's the GOAT, too. See, I'm a different era cat. See, that's the problem. You motherfuckers think this motherfucker... eh, this motherfucker said, Lamar, wait till you see him. And What am I waiting on, motherfucker? Is he going to wake up tomorrow and be fucking standing in the pocket and not look like a fucking limp dick crooked when he throws the ball? Motherfucker's finishing like this, bro. <laughs> you guys got to be shitting me, dog. You motherfucker got to be shitting me with your responses because you defend the dude. Listen. Keep defending him, homie. I'm fine with it. I'm going to keep breaking down the film and and show you the proof. See, you can't show me the proof. You can just talk. A lot of you motherfuckers just talk, but you can't prove shit. 
I'm not ever going to talk unless I can show you, motherfuckers, that he can't throw a hitch ball. That's the problem. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. And the eye in the sky, don't ever lie. Don't ever get it twisted. Every day is an interview, too. And Kyler Murray's interviews horribly on a daily basis. And uh, sorry, but that's the truth. And they have no mental toughness. They have no mental toughness. If they did, they'd fire these so-called seven-on-seven quarterback gurus. They'd go get a real one. They'd fucking understand there's a lot to this thing. And my offense that I run is not sustainable. Lamar Jackson's offense is not sustainable for fucking 10 more years. This offense is going to be dead and buried very shortly. And I just want to make sure you understand something. Do you know why they're not giving him guaranteed money? Can anyone under, can anyone break down why he will not? I, I'll give away something right now. Merch. CoachJBStore.com. I'll give you something right now if you can tell me the correct answer. Why did they not guarantee him the bag? I'll wait for somebody. Let me let me know, Sir Rock. Tell me why they're not guaranteeing him the money. Let me know. Pippen said that because him and Jordan don't like each other. Calm down. You know who Pippen said this is the best, though, right? Just so we were clear. It's on record. Go on YouTube. Pippen said Kobe's the best basketball player ever to live. So go look that up. <laughs> but he said LeBron's better than Jordan. So he's putting Jordan in third. <laughs> Why won't they pay him the guaranteed bag? Because... If they do, and he runs, and he gets hurt, week two, week eight, week ten, year two, year three of the contract, he is going to be fucked. He's done. They're not giving $250 million guaranteed to a cat that runs around all day long because he cannot make a progression throw through coverage. He can't go from pre-snap to post-snap like this. Like Brady, Rodgers, all these other quarterbacks that are successful. He can't do it. I'm not saying he's dumb. I'm not saying it's his fault. I'm saying he has the wrong guys in his ear. He's being coached up horribly and his training methods in the offseason are clearly not working because he's not improving on any aspect. So you can't sit here and tell me you're going to run the football in this offense for 10 more years. It's not sustainable. So, like, dog, it's not sustainable. Tom Brady sitting in the pocket for fucking until he's 45 years old is sustainable. He cannot fucking run this offense for probably more than five more years. So why would they pay him that much money if he can't throw a fucking completion across the middle and miss the drag route across the middle? Can't throw a hitch ball. He can't throw a fucking dig route. No, you can show me the last running quarterback that won a Super Bowl. I'll wait for that too because it's never fucking happened. (laughs) So, Steve Young. No, he wasn't. He wasn't a runner. He threw five touchdowns in the Super Bowl, by the way. He was the leading rusher in the Super Bowl. I know he was. And he was all scramble. It wasn't run. (laughs) 
See, motherfucker, you can keep talking, but you can never beat me in fucking facts. I'm a factual evidence cat. I can show you. You can't show me. All you motherfuckers just talk because you get hurt. Your butt gets hurt. You get in your feelings, and then you're defending your homer team. You're defending your team. You're defending your player that you like. You're defending whoever it is. So, calm down. Um, Mahomes threw that in his actual second year, first year starting, but he got to back up, be under a system, learn from Andy Reid for a year, and then he came in and did that with a loaded roster. And then, what has he done since? He has declined steadily since. And I called it. I said he's a gimmick quarterback. He's a ooh and a ah. And can Mahomes be the guy? Yes. He has all of the intangibles. Will he stay in the pocket and learn to throw from the pocket and not escape and do this crazy shit? I don't know. Determined to be seen. But that's why I say let's hold off on anointing these motherfuckers as the GOAT after year three. No shit he won a Super Bowl. Sherlock's homeboy? Why do people tell me, like, I don't know this motherfucker won a Super Bowl? Why do people say the dumbest shit to me, like, I don't know? (laughs) No fucking shit. You know what? He went to two Super Bowls, Murray. And guess what? He lost to 44-year-old Tom Brady the second time. Did you know that? And you know what? His other playoff loss, he lost to 43-year-old Tom Brady. And guess what? You call him the GOAT, but he's yet to beat the guy with seven rings. The GOAT. <laughs> how, how are you the GOAT? You have never beat Brady. And he's fucking twice your age. Did you know that, Murray? Holy fuck, homie. Some of you motherfuckers are fucking retarded. He won a Super Bowl. Everybody, did you guys know Mahomes won a Super Bowl? We just found out today on this show at 6 in the morning that he won the Super Bowl. Holy shit. So he won one Super Bowl. That means he's the best? Then what is your point, Murray? What is your fucking point, homie? Are you fucking retarded? What is your point then? You told me he threw for 50 touchdowns and 5,000 yards, and then you say he won a Super Bowl. What is your fucking point? No shit, Sherlock's homeboy. I get it. He ain't the GOAT. He's a fucking gimmick guy. He's going to fucking struggle this year just mark my words just watch my mark my words we'll see um no investment no preparation we do not prepare d for like we used to prepare in this fucking league we don't prepare like we used to you really think kyler murray's preparing like tom brady is Okay, here we go. This is fine. I love talking to the chat because this is the thing. Aaron Rodgers, why does Aaron Rodgers get so much love? He's only won one Super Bowl. Okay, here we go. Have I not been on this show on record saying if Matthew Stafford wins a Super Bowl this year, I would literally consider putting him above Aaron Rodgers. Have I not said that on this show? Aaron Rodgers is the best ball spinner of all time. 
It's not close. I'm just telling you. He's he's a, he's ahead of it. He he edges out in my opinion. He edges out Dan Marino. Troy Aikman and Elway and Favre as a ball spinner, meaning he can throw it, he has the strongest arm, the best spiral, the most accurate ball, and throws the least amount of picks because he knows where he's going with the ball. Okay? Having said that, I've also said, just because you're the best skill set player of all time does not mean you have that it factor like a Brady has. So Brady's won seven. Rodgers has won one. But skill set wise, Brady cannot even come close to Aaron Rodgers. But I've said on this show many times Aaron Rodgers loses playoff games that he shouldn't. So he has an issue. He can't, he's not a true winner. If you want to break down the whole thing. Now, having said that, it's not close between him and Mahomes, though, as far as throwing the football. It's not close because he's done it for 15 years. Mahomes has done it for three years. And you guys are already anointing a guy that has done it for three years. Let's see him do it for 15 years. That is the difference. Aaron's the best ever to throw a football. He's won a Super Bowl, so he's already out of the choke artist thing because he won a Super Bowl already. He has multiple MVPs. He's won a Super Bowl, etc. blah, blah, blah. I already told you MVPs are, are, are popularity contests, but he is also deserving because he is the best ball spinner. But he also is controversial off the field for whatever reason, right? Whether you like it, good, bad, or indifferent. That being said, though, don't ever compare that man to fucking Mahomes or Lamar Jackson or any of these motherfuckers. Don't ever do it. If you're not a legitimate quarterback guy and don't know the position, don't ever fucking compare the two. Now, having said that, when it comes to the very end of this thing and they're retired and their resume is set in stone, do I put Aaron Rodgers above certain people? No. Unless he wins a few more championships? No. Because that's what it is. That's the end. Of, that's what it's all about. And people anoint these quarterbacks so fast. You guys in the room, dog, you got to calm down with the fucking anointing. This is, you got to stop with the anointing. And. You guys got to realize, dog, until these cats finish their writing their resume, stop anointing them. They're not that good. Let's see Mahomes in 10 years. Let's see Allen in 10 years. I'm just telling you. Let me ask you a real question. If Josh Allen tomorrow goes out there and gets hurt, and let's just say, God forbid, too. I love watching him play. He breaks and something catastrophic happens. You guys in this chat will all forget about him in a matter of fucking two weeks. You'll forget about him in two weeks. That is my point. It is a what have you done for me lately business. And you will forget about this dude because this world nobody fucking cares. Nobody cares in this business or in this world we live in. So nobody gives a fuck. You guys will forget about him. In six weeks, 
So, having said that, I'm trying to get through to Josh Allen. Dog, calm down. Make sure you understand this is a long game. It's a marathon. It's not a fucking sprint. And you have an entire roster to defend and play for. And it's not even close. Mahomes not even close to Aaron Rodgers or Stafford or Brady or, you know, this is the thing. People want to. People only look at the what makes you go, ooh, ah. Okay? That is what you guys all look for. You see Lamar Jackson shake a dude and go 80, and everyone wants to say, oh, ah. Well, that's what a running back does. See, that's what a running back does. Then you go, ooh, ah. When a quarterback does it, when Michael Vick did it, everyone was like, fuck, this guy's a freak. But Michael Vick could throw that bitch, too, like no one else. Having said that, uh, I look at things that don't say ooh and ah. I look at motherfuckers that are really breaking down this thing from a mental aspect and say, okay, he has it or don't. Because give me three, four, five years with Mahomes, okay? I want to see him do this consistently with, please give Mahomes Aaron Rodgers receivers, and tell me how good he is. Please somebody fucking give me some smart answers. You motherfuckers don't think you just talk. Give Mahomes Aaron Rodgers receivers. By the way, he has one now. Let's see how fucking good he makes that guy. Let's see if he gets him a next bag like Aaron Rodgers got that motherfucker. Van Scantling or whatever his name is. Motherfucker sounds like a fucking vampire slayer. Does that motherfucker make him better? Or not. We're going to find out. But please give some of these motherfuckers the receivers that Aaron Rodgers has had. Give me, give Mahomes the receivers other than Randy Moss, the receivers that Tom Brady's had throughout his career. <laughs> you guys don't break down. Please give Mahomes three white boys at receiver. I'm, I want to see it. You know what it makes you do? It makes you climb the pocket, throw progression, throw on time, do these things. But what do I know? JB, what do I know? I don't know shit. I don't know shit. Please, man. They better go after OBJ. They better go after somebody. They better go get a receiver. Let me ask you this. How does the Tampa just keep getting all the receivers? Why didn't the Green Bay go get Julio Jones? Why didn't Green Bay go get somebody? Like... God damn. I don't understand. Yeah, Kelsey is legit. That's the only motherfucker they have. Guess when they start doubling that motherfucker, what's going to happen? Um, we're going to see. Um, Yeah, there's a lot of shit out there. All right, look, next segment of this, what do I know? Um, I'm going to talk about elite quarterbacks and how many there are in the NFL, but I'm going to define elite, and I'm going to get down to why they're elite. And you're going to be like, oh, that motherfucker's not elite. You don't understand. I just broke down Lamar Jackson, who you think 
is elite. Who you think is elite. I'm going to break down what a real elite quarterback is, what a real elite quarterback does, and who is left in the NFL that is elite. And I'm going to do it right after I go get some coffee, and I'm going to continue to break down this film, and I'm going to continue to show you fucks that you don't know what you're talking about, and I appreciate you hitting the like button and getting fucking cussed out and liking this shit because that's what you're here for because you talk shit, I talk shit back. So I'll be back in about two and a half minutes. Peace. So here's my top five fucking of all time. Tony Gonzalez is the premier tight end in my generation. Not only did we play against each other in high school, growing up together, his old his older brother was actually one of my JUCO tight ends. His name is Chris Gonzalez, by the way. Went to Huntington Beach High School, grew up right up the street. We played together in the play. We actually played each other in high school twice. Um, he also played basketball when I for his high school. We were obviously the number one team in the country in basketball. He was a great basketball player as well. Played at Cal Berkeley with Jason Kidd. Um, Tremaine Folks, another good friend of mine, he was on that squad. Uh, Ed Gray, another L.A. kid. That Cal team was great. I think they lost in the Elite Eight uh, to Duke, I want to say, or North Carolina. But that that Cal team was really good. Tony Gonzalez was a problem in college basketball. Could have played in the NBA. Uh, I don't think he would have ever had the same career, obviously. He would have just been a big, bulky power forward in the, in the NBA. You know, he's 6'6". Uh, probably could, you know, at that time. Um, but he was a great inline blocker. He was a great pass receiver and catcher. He always and also was. Uh, he did a lot of things that tight ends at that time were not willing to do. Uh, but Tony was a all around tight end who holds most records, and he played longer. That's one of the reasons I cannot put Gronk in there. I do think Gronk is probably the most talented tight end to play the game, but I don't put him there because I think he's played 11 years. He's only 33 years old, and I don't think you can put him as the best already. I think he scored in three of his four Super Bowl victories. Um. But anyway, Ozzie Newsom's my number two tight end. Ozzie Newsom redefined the position. He is what the Antonio Gates of the world, the Shannon Sharps, all those guys became later. Ozzie Newsom, also a friend of mine who who was the player personnel of the Baltimore Ravens for a long time, a guy named Art Perkins who played running back for the San Diego Chargers, L.A. Rams, actually was a Compton College alum who was a coach at Compton College who coached my coach, who also allowed me to come into OTAs and minicamp with the Ravens way back for a couple days. Art Perkins is a great guy. Learned from Ozzie Newsome. uh, Played in that era. Ozzie Newsome was a different human. People don't realize that. Everyone wants to talk about the firemen and the plumbers and shit. The J.J. Reddick quote, which will, okay, well. All right, all right, all right, all right. I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. Only lost a few. Appreciate everybody joining me in the morning, man, the Wake Up Show. Hit the like button, man. Don't leave without hitting the like button for your boy. Kelvin Wozney. Kevin Wozney's in the house. Fuck. Um, you just talking. 
It's the Eagles' division to lose at this point. I'm just telling you right now. It's the Eagles' division to lose at this point. So, um, I don't know. I don't know if you think, you know, it's definitely. um, So, I want to break down this elite quarterback thing, okay, real quick. By definition on NFL.com, they have elite quarterbacks as Dak Prescott, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, Stafford, Herbert, Burrow, Allen, Mahomes, Rodgers, Brady. That is who they define as elite. Okay? That is who they define as elite. So, I would take Prescott off, Lamar off, Watson off. Those guys all got to come off the list. All off the list. They're not elite. They are not even close. Now, Lamar Jackson's an elite athlete. Lamar Jackson's not an elite quarterback. I just broke down film for 20 minutes. You saw it. You all saw the film I broke down for 20 minutes this morning and showed you why Lamar Jackson is not elite and why he cannot make a fucking decision to save his life. Make sure you join us today at 1 o'clock as Matt McChesney will join the show and we'll get after this work boot Wednesday um, later on. And we're going to break down all things football in the tomorrow night game. We're going to break that down in totality. And me, Sarah, and Matt uh, will be on the show today from 1 to 4 p.m. All right. So, first of all, elite quarterbacks. I would put Aaron Rodgers as elite. Tom Brady as elite. I would put... Right now, as elite quarterbacks, okay, it's a very, very fine line. You have to understand something. It's hard for me to put you as an elite quarterback if you have yet to win a Super Bowl, a little less a playoff game. I just, I find it hard to to put you in elite status. And this is why, this is why I have to break something down. You, I think you guys are so enamored by beauty and prettiness and freakish, and he ooed me and he awed me that you think and have settled. I think you have settled for what you call elite, you have settled for mediocrity and think it's elite because your team. And your franchise and your favorite player has yet to win anything. And you've accepted it subconsciously and you think that they're elite. That is what I truly think. The fan bases across America. There's very, very, very few and in between people that are independent thinkers and realists. Lucy's a realist. She's a cowboy diehard. She likes Dak because that's her team in her city. She knows Dak's not very good. She sees it and says, you know what? We're fucked. But that's my team. That's my fucking, I'm a diehard. But I understand this guy's not the guy. There's a lot of people that says, no, Dak is the best ever. He is going to figure it out. He's the guy. 
No, he's not. That is the blindness you walk around with. You walk around with blindfolds on. That is the problem. He's yet to win any fucking thing. How are you defining elite? If you think Dak is elite, if you think Deshaun Watson is elite, if you think Lamar Jackson is elite, you're fucking not very smart. You don't know this profession. I'm not hating. I'm telling you the truth. You guys should listen and say, oh, fuck, there is another way to this. There is another thought process. No shit. Because it's the truth. It's not here to hurt your feelings. It is a true. It's the truth. You know what, uh, Rubley? Coach Rubley? I'd take uh, golf. As fucking as hard as that is to say, I would take golf. Here's why. Here's why I take golf. Here's why I take golf over Dak. Golf does not have the it factor. Either does Dak. Golf is not the athlete Dak is. That is why I would take him. Wait, what, Coach? I take golf because he's not the athlete Dak is. What do you mean, Coach? That don't make sense. This is what I mean. If Detroit can sure up the O-line and get him some receivers, he can at least throw the motherfucker and spin it much better than Dak, and he won't try to escape the pocket and do some dumb shit, and he'll stay injury-free, and he'll play. And availability is critical in the NFL. Dak is a bleeder. So why would I trade for a guy that's going to come to my franchise and get hurt? So I'm going to take golf, even as, 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 as hard as it is to say that, but he's a better ball spinner, bigger arm talent, and I think Detroit has better wideouts right now. I, I would take St. Brown over anyone on the, on the Cowboys. And I think golf can get those guys the ball on time quickly instead of Dak, who doesn't believe in his guys, don't understand it, don't have the it factor, wants to escape the pocket, wants to throw on the run, and do all these things. I take golf. That's why. Now, Lamar Jackson versus Josh Allen. One has an MVP. Both are superior athletically. Josh has a much bigger arm. Josh is a much more accurate thrower of the football. Josh is more violent runner. I take Josh Allen, but let me be clear. They're both at the same level. They have not won anything meaningful. They have yet to win a meaningful game. And a meaningful game is an AFC championship game. Beating Mahomes, getting to the Super Bowl. Burrow has won a meaningful game already. I put Burrow in the elite status because he's won a meaningful football game in a meaningful contest in the NFL. Burrow is elite. Now, I told you Burrow's going to have a struggle this year. Did I not say that? On multiple times on this show. I take Burrow over Jackson, over Allen, Right now, because in my opinion, that is what elite is. Now, are, are Lamar and Allen elite athletes? Fuck yeah, they are. Freakish. Probably two of the most freakish athletes we've seen play the position ever. Does that mean they're the best quarterbacks? No. Josh Allen has to get over the hump and beat someone in that AFC title game to get in the Super Bowl. 
Or we're just continuing to talk about this big old freakish motherfucker running around throwing up dimes and missiles and all this shit. But he's yet to win a meaningful game. So I can't put him in elite status. Matt Ryan. Coach, you think Matt Ryan's elite? He's elite because he's won a meaningful football game. He's played for 12 years and he was in a bad franchise, took them to a Super Bowl, should have won the Super Bowl. He did everything in his power to win the Super Bowl, showing that he can be that guy. Just like Matt Stafford showed you last year that he is that guy because he won a meaningful contest, not once, not twice, not three times, but four times in a Super Bowl. And if he was anywhere other than Detroit for the last 10 years, I think he has three Super Bowls and he is probably a sure fame Hall of Famer right now. So, just telling you. Combining winning with elite ball spinning it factor and skill set is how I come up and comprise elite status. Okay? Dan Marino is elite of elite. He went to a Super Bowl, didn't win one. But combined with his it factor, skill set, and knowledge of the game, he is elite and never won a Super Bowl. He's the Charles Barkley of the NFL. Charles Barkley, to me, is a top five player in NBA history. He's a freak of nature at 6'4", can post Shaq up, dunk on you, bang on Robinson, out-rebound you, score 50, and lead a team to the finals. He's elite, but he never won a, a world championship. He went to one as a rookie with Dr. J, but he didn't win it. So, Dan Marino, very similar in that regard. Elite, but didn't win it. So, he's going to go down in history of saying a guy that didn't win the Super Bowl. But he's elite, no question about it. He is elite. So, elite has to have the combination of the it factor, the skill set, the ball spinning, and winning. You have to have all those to be elite. Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson... Kyler Murray, Justin Fields, they're elite athletes. They're not elite at playing the quarterback position. They're not elite quarterbacks. I think, I know our, I know Amar and uh, St. Brown's whole family's dad, everybody. They're all from Compton. They grew up here. Their, their, their family's actually Compton College alum. Um, I've known them since I was a little kid. Great family, great fucking real deal. The dad's no joke. He's a world champion bodybuilder. He owns a he owns a club out here in Carson. Um, Jim Kelly's elite as it gets, bro. He went to four Super Bowls. He didn't win one. He went to four. Holds a lot of records. Fucking was a winner. Nutty gutty as it gets. He's fucking beating cancer on top of it post-NFL career, by the way. I would say he's fucking elite. Joe Montana's elite. Steve Young's elite. Um... You know, I'm not getting into the old guys. Of course, you know Troy Aikman's top five for me. I'm not going to get into all the old guys. I'm talking about right now. Matthew Stafford is elite. Tom Brady is elite. Aaron Rodgers is elite. Joe Burrow is elite. Okay? Mahomes is elite. He's won a Super Bowl. He's been to two. He's put up amazing numbers. I think he is elite. 
The problem I have is, is I'm not anointing Mahomes as the GOAT yet, though. That's the difference. You guys are. I'm not. I still think he has a lot to prove. A lot of guys go to a Super Bowl and win one. Trent fucking Dilfer won a Super Bowl. Is he elite? No. Kirk Cousins is not elite. Um, Now, if he wins an NFC North and goes to a Super Bowl, I would consider it. Right now, he's not elite. He has too much bad outweighs the good to this point in his career. Nick Foles is not elite. Calm down. Don't get smart about it and say, just because you won a Super Bowl, you're elite. I didn't say that. I said you have to have the combination of all these things. So, no, Nick Foles is not elite. Matt Ryan, though, is a very, very interesting one. I think if he takes the Colts to a Super Bowl or an AFC title game, I think he can be considered elite. Matt Ryan has had a hell of a career. I think he's, what, fifth or sixth all-time in yards and uh, touchdowns? Matt Ryan's up there in a lot of statistical categories. He's been to a Super Bowl. He knows what it is like. He's out, He's got a great defense in the Colts. He's got a great run game. I think he gets Pittman the ball more, and I think they're going to go on a run. And I like how they played early on, and Houston Davis Mills played well. By the way, Davis Mills can be elite at the end of the day. He's not yet, but I'm just telling you, I've been telling you guys about Davis Mills and Daniel Jones. You guys want to keep talking that shit. They're not elite yet, but I'm just telling you. Um, So Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence has a lot of upside, a lot of upside. The problem is, though, um, the problem is, well, here's the problem. Let me go back to Ace's question. Here's the problem with taking snaps under center. They don't do it no more. So you're only taking snaps under center across the board. College, NFL, I would say 30% of the time. I would love to do a stat dad on that. I want to do some stats on that. I bet you're taking 30% of underneath centers nowadays at all levels. And you wonder why you're struggling from fumbling center snaps exchanges? First of all, when you get to be Matt Ryan's age, let me explain quarterback play again, okay? You're 33, 34 years old. Is anyone in here 33, 34 years old and and out of shape? Go outside right now. Have your dad bend his ass over. Have a football. Get underneath his ass. And I want you to take a three-step drop and get away from line of scrimmage fast as fuck. And I'm going to stand on the other side of your dad, and I'm going to rush you as fast as I can. And I want to see you get the ball every time from your dad and get back and take a three-step drop. Just go do it outside. I want to see you do it. (laughs) First of all, you'll blow your hammy out, you'll shit down your pants, and you'll fumble the football. That's what I'm saying. You don't think Matt Ryan wants to get the fuck out of there? Like, he wants to get the fuck out of there. But you see Matt Ryan stays in the pocket, eyes downfield, makes throws that are critical for success in the NFL. And by the way, if they catch that fucking football, the Colts win the game, right? So... Justin Herbert 
is elite, just like Allen, just like all those other guys. But until he wins a Super Bowl, or, or not wins a Super Bowl, until he can get to a meaningful contest and win one, um, I, he's not elite yet like that. We know he's elite. We know he's a freak. We know he can do all the throws, make all the throws. Um, does not mean he's elite yet. He has to win a meaningful game. Tua's not even in the conversation. Don't even bring him up. Matthew Stafford's elite. Um, uh, Brady obviously is elite. And 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 like I said, there's only been a handful of guys going to the Super Bowl. There's only a there's a one percent class that's won a fucking Super Bowl. And by the way, Eli Manning is in there. And I'll take Eli Manning over a lot of these motherfuckers that everybody thinks. Everybody wants to talk shit about Eli Manning. First of all, he beat Tom Brady twice. <laughs> um, not only that, he he's won two Super Bowls. Two more than 99% of the NFL quarterbacks that have played the position. That have played in the game, Period. He's won 99% more. That's what you guys don't understand, dog. That is what you don't understand. So that's what people don't want to realize. They don't want to address that. Um, so I don't know. That's just my take on that deal. Um, man, I love I get I get all these fucking kids sent to me, dog, but... I don't even fucking play. I'm like, goddamn. <sighs> um, who's this guy? Um. Hey man, Eli's a winner. I don't give a fuck what you say. So, hey, you know, I, I'm getting blown up obviously because of the whole bullshit about um Steve Mack said, tweeted under center versus shotgun snaps that you broken down by team. League wide is 35% and Arizona is single digits. Well, first of all, Kyler Murray cannot get under center. You imagine that motherfucker underneath some balls? The motherfucker's helmet will be on the top of the ball. The balls will be on the top of his helmet. The center's nuts will dangle on his helmet. <laughs> that motherfucker will be underneath balls right on his helmet. Um, Kyler Murray couldn't get from underneath center back in time to see anything. Just imagine him under center. He has to take a fucking drop and read coverage over an O-line that's 6'8". Not going to happen. He's going to be in the gun as long as he lives. That's why he's not going to be in the NFL very long. See, but you don't want to listen. You guys don't listen. You guys think I'm a hater. No. He's a midget. He has to be in the shotgun. Therefore, defensively speaking, I can scheme you knowing this is what you can do in the pocket. This is what I can do to you if you escape the pocket. At 5'8", Motherfucker, he's 5'8". Don't get it twisted. Don't miss me with the 5'10 bullshit. 
I'll call five motherfuckers right now that'll tell you how fucking tall he is. He's five fucking eight. And if you think, and he's an elite. He's got a cannon. He can run. He's fucking all that. But he's not going to play very long. He needs to play baseball, dog, to have that long life luxury of chilling, getting to play video games. You can play video games playing baseball. But Lucy, what do I know? Um, yeah, because Lamar Jackson can't take a snap under center, drop back as he... So understand something when you play quarterback. You have to drop back, eyes on coverage, and read it as you're dropping back. So, <laughs> do you see that happening with Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray and Justin Fields and Baker Mayfield? They don't go under center and take a drop reading coverage. They can't even read coverage in the gun after the snap. How the fuck are they going to do it underneath the center? Man, I got I to gotta break down some shit, dog. I got to break down some shit for you guys. God damn it. Um... Let me, let me get to it underneath the center snap, and I want to explain something to you. No, Ryan, Ryan Channing Hill is not elite. Like, why wouldn't you be at a center right there? Like, that shit just to me makes no sense. I want to get you, I want, to, I want you to see him under center one time and see if they, they go under center every so often. And. Let me let me let me break this play down right here real quick. Why does he escape the pocket and throw the ball? First of all, I'm the only one in America that has this film. I am allowed to show this film and I don't get copyright from showing this film, but I can't show a tweet that I filmed on TV. I'll get copyrighted. I own the rights to this NFL film because I have DV Sport. DV Sport is a proud sponsor of this morning show by the way. They are uh, it's a it's about a this is what you see on the sideline when you see instant replays. You see DV Sport when the refs go into the thing. This is the the owner is a great friend of mine. We're the only JUCO in America at Indy to have DV Sport. So this this remote right here is about two grand. Okay, that's why you see how fast I can go forward and back. This is NFL shit right here. I have it at the house. I have a shitload of film in here. I can show all kind of film, but I don't have any new NFL film in here or any new college film in here yet. But uh. See, I can show this film and not get hit with the copyright because I actually am allowed to show it. Similar to Pat, he has NFL rights now on his show. Um, not easy to do. But I actually have DV Sport here, so that, that's the reason I can show it. Um, so anyway, uh, I want to show a little bit of Under Center. Um. Yeah, this is a full-on clinic. I can do this. I can get on the board with you. I I, I can do um, all kind of shit with you guys. Um, if we wanted to just do football, so that's why me and Matt tomorrow we're gonna break down some things. We can't do a lot on the Monday night thing because they're copyrighting the fuck out of us. We can't show the Monday night game. You know, 
we may go on Twitch or something. I don't know. But we're going to do Patreon and, and see if we can stream some shit on Patreon. Yeah, see, look, we're going through, this is 30 plays. He has not gone to center one time. He hasn't gone under center one fucking time. And I just wanted to show mechanics of somebody under center. That's all I was trying to do. I was just trying to show the mechanics of it. And that's the that's the thing I was trying to do. Um let me let me let me pull this up real quick. Very complex system, by the way. It's not like, it's not fucking huddle. Um, <laughs> this ain't huddle. Okay, this is Iowa, Minnesota uh, a couple years ago. Um, let's see. Let's see if they get in under center at all. Um, so that's my point. Nobody's under center, and you're acting, and you're asking why we're break, we're why we're fucking fumbling snaps under center because we're not under center no more. So this is the problem. We're not under center no more. So so how do you think it's going to be good? You have to practice shit ten thousand hours to get proficient at something, and you think we're going to just get under center one time against a fucking. Two, three techniques that weigh 330 pounds who run 4'9", and, and you think you're going to get away from the line of scrimmage and do something? No, you're not. You have to practice the shit. We're not practicing it no more in college. We're not practicing the NFL, and we're just out there. And then you go in the center, and you expect it to happen. It don't work that way. Fuck, man. Nobody's under center anymore, so it doesn't really matter. It's going to be hard to break down something under center. So that's that's a waste. Uh, I'm not even, I, like I can't even I can't even break I can't even find a motherfucker that's under center. Um, let me let me let me get to this Dolphin Raven game. I think he's under center a little bit. Um, let's see. Let's see if he gets under center just a little bit. I can um, make sure you guys all hit the like button, man. Subscribe, become a member. Um, let me get to see it. Let's just see if he gets under center at all. Oh man, Lamar's mechanics are so bad, dog. They are so bad, and I, I, I wish I could coach the kid. I really would, and I would love to show all the fucking haters uh, how to get a motherfucker right. Because I could get him right like this. I could get him right overnight. I'm telling you right now. I can get that motherfucker right overnight. Um, I'm telling you, I really could. I can get that motherfucker right. But, you know, people don't understand. Oh, I can't go live, huh? Um, people don't understand. Travis Johnson, what up? His eyes are in the backfield. All right, here we go. Here we go, under center. 
Now, see, okay, this is when I would not put him under center because this scares me more. If I'm going to put him under center on the one-yard line, we're going to get a fuck. We're going to guarantee fumble this motherfucker eventually. So, no, the quarterbacks are not in the shotgun because their O-line sucks. <laughs> you guys stop. All right. He's so athletic, I would have him under center more than anyone. People don't understand how much game-changing that, how much of a game-changer that would be if we put Lamar Jackson under center more. It would fuck you up on defense. You would not know what the fuck to expect no more. And I would teach him how to take a drop under center while we read coverage. And I would do it so fast. But we don't want to do it. We don't want to think outside the box. We don't want to train these guys the right way. So here's an RPO. Here's an RPO. Let me let me break down. Um, oh, my God. He's, he's so bad, dog. Coach, he made a completion. It's a 70-yard touchdown, 50-yard touchdown. Yeah, it is. Doesn't mean you're going to do it every dime. He can't do it all the time. <laughs> um, who said you can't run zone read under center? Garrett Johns, you said you can't run, you can't run under center read option? Really? Want to bet? Garrett Johns, do you want to bet you can't run underneath center read option? Can we please place a bet? Some of you fucking young people. Garrett Johns, you got to be young as fuck. You do understand that the triple option was invented under center, right? You do understand that, right? You do know that I've ran inside veer and midline for fucking 30 years under center, right? You do understand that you can run play side zone read under center, right? Just like it is if you run an inside veer under center. Don't get me on the fucking board to show your dumb ass that you can fucking run Read option under center. <laughs> no shit, Garrett Johns. No shit, that's not what they're doing. But don't tell me that's the reason they're in the gun. That's an excuse for not teaching these motherfuckers fundamentals. That's the excuse we have because we want to look pretty. We want to look pretty and look sexy. It ain't as efficient as under center. Guarantee fucking tell you that. I get under center right now and gas motherfuckers. If I took a job tomorrow, you will see me under center running some shit that people are going to be like, what the fuck? We're going to run inside veer at this under center right at your ass and we're going to run ISO because I don't think your linebackers are going to take it on. I think your linebackers are pussy. And I think linebackers are going to turn down I think linebackers are going to turn it down if you run it and run it and run it and run it. And I don't think these motherfuckers want to see people running ISO, power, counter, and veer. I don't think anyone wants to see it right now. 
I think they'll turn this shit down. I'll show you real quick. I'll break it down real quick. This is why I think if I go under center and run some fuck, let's just let's just run, let's run ISO to the shade. Alright? Old school. Old school. Old school football right here, okay? Understand. We're gonna ace that shit. We call that an ace block. We're gonna ace that. We're gonna lock that inside tip, lock that inside tip, or we can even fucking pass set the bitch nowadays. We'll get sexy with it. We can pass set his ass, or we can just inside tit him and drop and zone block him. We're gonna take that motherfucker and we're gonna go hammer the mic back, or we're gonna inside tit that. We're gonna go push crack this, POA, point of attack. And we're going to reverse out, hand this motherfucker the rock, and let him have a two-way go. And we're going to get back here and play past set. He is turning down him more than he's not. And that is what will win nowadays, other than this pretty shit. Straight up, old school ISO. Now, if we want to get into running beer out of the same shit, we're going to get into running some beer. We're going to also run it to the shade. We're going to widen out this split here. We're going to get this three tech over here. We're going to get this mic just straight up a little even front, tight end, whatever you want to get. It's a basic. We're going to just light it up basic here. Too high on the roof. If we want to go one high, we can do that too. We can get a rover in the mix um, and just go free safety. We can bring a rover down here. Whatever you want to do. Get ready here. However you want to do it, you want to take this. So now we're going to get under center. We can shift this guy. We can start over here and fucking motion in, whatever. Running inside veer, triple option, okay? This is what we're going to do. We're going to ace that to that. We're going to send this fool back. He's going to be our read on uh, number one. We're going to read him, all right? We're going to send that guy there. He's replacing the fullback. What is what, what I just drew up before, ISO. Now the tackle's going to get him. We're going to read the DN with the fullback being our dive read. And this guy being our pitch key off of this guy. So if he crashes, we pull it. He takes him. Quarterback keeps it. If he takes him, we pitch it. And we're off to the races. Now, he sees under center, like Josh will tell you, under center, this guy is more likely to collapse on the box. Easier for my tackle to get him. Harder to see all this back here than it is in the gun. And now this guy sees the action. Has eyes. He can be more patient. If I'm under center, this motherfucker's turning it down or he can't see it. So that's why I would get under center right now in today's age. But again... But again, what does JB know? <laughs> Shit. I'll fucking gash people. And then we got this now where you see this finesse shit. You see this finesse shit. And 
It's like... Hey, Mike, 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 a Zoom, Zombob, Zombie, whatever your name is. Defenses don't line up like that because the offenses don't line up like that, son. <laughs> what do you mean? You're telling me that the defense is going to. So let me get back on the board. Fuck me, dog. Let me get back on the board. Let me get back on the fucking board. Zombie said defenses don't line up like that. Well, first of all, they have to line up something like that because you have no choice if I get underneath center in 21 personnel, okay? So we'll draw up every scenario that you can line up in, okay? We're going to run up in a tough look, okay? Over front, okay? So we'll line up in an eagle front. Let's just say we'll line up in an eagle front, just like that, okay? Different defense, okay? Here we go. You can line up like that if you want. That's a defense you can run against this, okay? So this is what we'll do, okay? We're going to run to the shade. Don't get it twisted. I'm not no slapstick up here fucking acting like I'm going to run to this. No, we're going to run to the low technique inside here. So now we're going to run our ace here. We're going to lock that, lock that, lock that. We're going to send that in there. We're going to rail that. We're going to read him. Guess what? <laughs> I will gas whatever fucking defense you give me, motherfucker. I have a plan to attack whatever you give me. Coach, they don't line up like that. Okay, let's draw up another fucking defensive front then since they don't line up like that. Let's draw up a stack front. And I'm just basic eye formation here, dog. Not like I'm getting fancy. <laughs> I'm not getting fancy, dog. Here we go again. Here's another front. Different defense. What fucking defense you want me to draw up, homie? All right, here we go. I'm going to go to the low technique again. I'm going to run ISO. We're going to run the shit out of that. We're going to fucking ace the shit out of that back. We're going to sit him on the wheel. We're going to base that inside. We're going to work this. We're going to fucking work that. And we got him accounted for. We got him accounted for. And he's going to turn it down. He's got to be the filler. And then we're going to start an ISO reverse out. And when he starts to sniff the box, we're going to go like this. Woo! Play action, your bitch ass. Touchdown. What else you want to talk about? What other defense you want? What do I know? What other defense you want? I, I mean, I draw up any defense you want. There is a way to attack whatever fucking defense you want to give me. Zach, if you say 4-6 ever again, I'll block you. I will fucking block you from the chat. 4-6. Are you playing Madden, homie? This ain't John Madden. We're not playing Madden and Pop Warner, and we call, we call it a 4-6 monster. <laughs> Can you give me a real fucking front? We don't call it 4-6, homie. 
Hey, coach, they're in a 5-2 monster. Because <laughs> you saw 5-2 on Madden, you fuck. That's, what, that's the problem in football, dog. We're teaching Kyler Murray a 5-2. What you learn on Madden and in Little League Pop Warner. A 5-2. There's no fucking such thing as a 5-2. And Buddy Ryan didn't call it a 5-2, by the way. He called it a bear. He called it a diamond. He called it a fucking eagle. 4-4. 4-4 is high school football, Kirk Jones. Stop saying 4-4. There's no such thing as a 4-4. Because if you know football, there's no such thing as a 4-4. Coach Rubley, 5-2 doesn't exist. There's no such thing as a 5-2. Let me get on the board again. Fuck, homie. You guys are making me work this morning. And uh, I got a lot of shit to do. All right. TNT, okay, tackle nose tackle, TNT, other known as bear, okay, that is a bear front to defend against 21 personnel teams, 21, two backs, one tight end, this is a defense that they used to run a lot of to stop ISO, power, veer, so now the offense is put in what we call midline. So we started reading this guy because we couldn't block everybody. So now we started reading these guys. He was the give. He was the pitch. We started running that against bare teams. All right? So that is what people call a 5-2. There's no such thing as a 5-2. This is a real front that you have to classify to block. Okay? Now... People get confused. They want to call a 50 front, okay, a 5-2. No, a 50 is an odd front. It's completely different. And you guys call this 5-2. No, this is a 50. Guards are uncovered. There's no such thing as a 4-4, by the way, okay? This is 4-4 principle, and have you ever seen 4-4, eight people in the box? No, you haven't. So, to answer your 4-4 fucking question, okay, there's no such thing as 4-4, all right? That's a 4-2. We call it a stack front. We don't call it a 4-2. We only classify from guard to guard. That is how you classify how you can block run game, pass protection, and etc. We only classify from the guard to the guard. Are the guards covered? Are the guards uncovered? That is what tells us it's a 50 or a 40 front. Where's a 440? So you're telling me you're going to do this? Is that a 440 to you? Please do that to me. Please fucking do that to me. So we only care about what's in the box. 
So that's a stacked front. Look, stacked. Okay? So that is what you guys like to call a 4-4. One high look. And then there's the Sam. There's the whip. And we got a corner and a corner. And that's your old school 4-4, high school football. So that's not something that we classify as a 4-4. We don't call that a 4-4. Okay? There's no such thing as a 4-4. It's a, it's a stacked box. We only classify what's from guard to guard. Okay, A 50 is a 3-4 defense if you want to call it a 3-4. We don't use 3-4 anymore either. It's this young, it's high school Pop Warner terminology. Okay, um, So, you know, it is what it is. But... I'm getting blown up here. Um, anyway, I got Jason Whitlock calling me, man. I'm going to go uh, take this phone call. I'm going to be on his show, I think, and uh, let him know some real shit. And so uh, he's got a big show, I guess, on YouTube. Hey, man, it's been a blast as always. I appreciate everybody coming in in the morning. We'll talk more football every morning. Make sure you come in, hit the like button for me, become a member if you're not one, and make sure you tell a friend. This is the best show on the internet. Hey, Wake up show in the morning with me. You got me at 1 o'clock later on in the afternoon. Me and Mac McChesney will break some shit down. Sarah will be on as always. We'll chop it up. We'll talk some shit. And uh, it's a great day to have a great fucking day. I'll see you later on this afternoon, man. Make sure you hit the like button for me on the way out. Win on me. Win on three. One, two, three. Peace. I'm a chameleon, they call me, man. Yeah. I can go in and walk into any any type of uh, any home, any background, walk down any street in, in the country, in my opinion. And I think that real recognizes real. It's a new, new venture to have. Yeah. The Coach JV Show uh, with the fabulous Sarah Blake. I am ready to do some content. Give it to you straight, no chaser. Sarah Blake. Yeah, how you doing? It's a 